Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only that do not represent any other individual or organization. Carl, welcome to adulthood. My goodness. How does that happen? It, it happens. You know, it's, it's, we're 21. We're 21. Tw- 21 today. Yes. Yes. Help us. Help us. Uh, really? It, it means we can legally, as a podcast, go out and procure intoxicating beverages. No. True. Fantastic. We could procure a fine rolled leaf tobacco, have a, a big old Cuban if we wanted. Amazing. I'm, I'm very proud of us. That is an amazing uh, happening. Just, that, that nobody stopped us yet? Nobody stopped us yet. We haven't gotten any hate mail. The windows are still intact in the studio with no uh, fire bombs or well, nasty messages on rocks. We've only hinted where we're at. We haven't told them exactly where we're at. Is so. that a good idea that we haven't yet? I think so. I, I, think I believe so. so. Well, they, because of the fans, you know, it's going to wind up. We're going to wind up with with all these fanatics outside right. holding up signs. We love Carl. We hate Frank. And, well, and I, my ego just can't goes, handle that. That only goes to be sold. It's so, like you know, obviously, obviously, you know, the silver fox that you are. Yes, and you know what? Let me tell you, you're you're like the fifth person today alone that has called me silver fox, senior citizen, old guy, old man. You know, it's I went I went to a local eatery this morning to pick up a quick breakfast, and the girl said to the girl who was ringing me out, "Oh, don't forget to give him his senior discount." That that's that's horrible. Yeah, it's like, do I all of a sudden do I look like I'm turning what I'm going to be at the end of the month? My birthday's at the end of the month. I got I got proofed in a store a couple of weeks ago. I was I was picking up a little six pack for the weekend yes. for the barbecue, and uh, the the uh, girl cashing me out right. asked me for ID, and I went, "Oh, do I look that young?" And without beating an eye, without looking at me, she moves her finger up and points to the side. Anyone that looks under the age of forty must present proper ID. I was like, "Oh, wow!" So you're saying I look younger than forty? Forty. And she looked at me with a blank stare and said nothing. She was not having any humor that day if anybody you know is listening to this you can always go back to the beginning you know to our podcast little picture there and i'm the i'm the younger looking older gentleman and frank is you know off to the side of course i'm the hippie he's he's he likes to pretend he would be if he could but his wife won't let him so it's it's a wannabe hippie uh is, is where frank is at but yeah I, even even when i went to walgreens you know, it's senior day at Walgreens, Tuesdays, you know, 10% off before noon. So I got my, you know, my little, uh, you know, little pack of deodorant and my chloroseptic for my throat spray, 10% off. So there's another example of That's perfect. Like, I never asked for it. Perfect. You know what's interesting, though? If, if you ever look at the decrease in what you receive from weekly pay to, say, pension or SSD. Right. It's a lot less than ten percent less. It, it is. It is. But it the only, average senior discount is ten or fifteen, which is appreciated. Absolutely. It, you know, it's it's nice to get it. You know, when you pull up at Tim Hortons and they, the girl says, "Hang on a minute, I got to re ring you out because you know you get the senior discount on a coffee." You, you forgot your nickel. 
It's yeah. It's what's it? Six cents on a medium. Now, now, do you take that change and you set it aside in like a rainy day jar? I tell them to put it into the camp fund. The camp fund. The, yeah. The yes. 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 Yeah. I, I do the same with the loose change. It's just because all I need is my quarter for the carts at Aldi. Yeah. And, and I'm good as long as I'm. And when that quarter is not there, I am beside myself. There's no way of folding a dollar bill to make it work in those carts. No, and you can't talk somebody into not pushing their cart into that rack. And you, getting your and getting their quarterback. Yeah, you know, I park down at the very end usually, and there's almost always uh, an abandoned cart down there because they don't want to bother to walk yeah, back for the quarter. Well, the one over here on Sheridan and Delaware, it's an uphill stroll oh. to to get up to the uh, to the to the cart, and you're taking your life in your hands because there's like six inches between the rear bumper in the handicapped parking right. space. And the first row of standard parking. So you've got to gotta get through there, squirrel on the highway kind of a thing going yes. on. Like Frogger. Frogger, yes, yes. Take, take care. Frog, Frogger trying to get your 25 cents back. They probably look at you and go, listen, my life's worth more than a quarter. So and, you just say, that's it. We're sacrificing And I'm going to keep this darn quarter. <laughs> yeah, 21. 21 episodes. And uh, they're just as fun as they were the first time that we stumbled through one. And uh, here we are. We're getting a little better at the audio. I have I have clutched my way through, and we've we've improved some of the equipment, and we've had to do yeah. certain things to try to level this off. It's a huge investment. Yeah, absolutely. None on my part, but it's a huge yeah. investment. You you bring the talent. You are what makes the show, Carl. So I Possibly. mean, you know, that's there. You know, episode twenty one. Why why change what what ain't broke or nobody's complained about yet? We have our national days, Carl. We do? Oh, we have our national well, days. Wait a minute. Now, I, I wanted to just plug our email address real quick oh, before I forget. Yes, yes. It's true. We for, I forget often. Yes, you do. It is. But it that's is, all right. You, it, you have senior moments more than I do, and I'm the senior. I do. And I'm, I'm taking lion's mane mushroom extract to improve that memory. I saw a video, and if it's on the internet, it must be true. Um, okay. It's a Gmail address. It is all one word, all lowercase. It's Thought Talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com. How but unique. It is. It How is. unique is that? The Talk of Tonawanda is the name of the podcast. The Talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com is our email address. Well, we had to establish a subcommittee, and then, of course, they had to do a focus group. Yes. Uh, there were many PowerPoints and expenditures on coffee and danishes. That's what you're doing with the profits. It is. It is. And we raked in a total of... Zero cents last month, which nice. is our standard goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, the paperwork would be enormous to try and to try and you know eke out a couple of cents here and there. Yeah, I mean we we have the option if we wanted to to you know monetize monetize. That's the but, big word monetize. But you know, all of a sudden, right in the middle of a podcast, you get the. Do you suffer from itches on your nose in the middle of the night? Yes. Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's just these oddball commercials. That's and, all right. And they, great news about your extended car warranty. Uh, <laughs> I get I'm still getting those those scam likely phone calls on my new phone. And you know what? Let's try this. Anybody have any suggestions or comments about let's say the previous 20 podcasts? Send me a text message, 716-812-3730 with code PC21 on it. 
And they'll know that you're listening to this podcast. KC21. Podcast 21. That's not too tricky. We no, have to no, stay no, no, weird, no weird photographs, please. No, just, just a text message of a suggestion or a comment about the previous 20 uh, podcasts. Yeah. I've gotten enough comments about Canal Fest, which has wrapped up recently. It was uh, it was uh, quite different from previous years, yes. and uh, quite quite a good crowd. I went through on the bike show day, and I went through on the uh, craft show day. Okay, the craft show was interesting. There, I counted there were four or five crafters, and the rest appeared to be vendors. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but well, maybe they took, I should, what, they took what they. Could get. Yeah, I think they should change the name to like, you know, crafts and stuff because um, really, the, and, and the crafters that were there, they they, they had some nice stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there was. There Pottery, was, they had some watercolor folks there. They had some oil paintings there that were very, yeah. very beautiful. They, they had one vendor that was literally selling box products that I know were procured from uh, jeffbezos.com. And yeah. that was a booth. And I, I don't I don't fault anyone for, you know, trying to supplement their income, especially sure. in these times. Yeah, it's, it's tough. People are buying a lot of things like on sale at some of the major box discount stores and then selling them as, you know, like on, you know, the Jeff Bezos store. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're and making and there's a nothing, There's nothing wrong with that. But no. I would have liked to have seen – I don't mean there should be less vendors. I just think they should push and have – Really push to get more crafters and artisans. Yeah, I, there. you know, personally, I don't see Canal Fest returning the way it has been in the past. I, I don't see it returning. And there's good and bad to as that. a week long event. Yeah. it's it's my feedback from the folks who had taken the time to send me a text message or give me a phone call, and this was by Thursday after the opening on Sunday is that it's too long, there's too much riffraff, the people who are supposed to be benefiting from it, the nonprofits and alike, are not benefiting from it because the carnival operator and their folks have taken in too much money. So by the time a family of two or three, four, uh, get down there, buy their ride tickets, Buy a couple sandwiches, a couple drinks, bottle of water, what have you. Uh, you've you've gone through fifty bucks. Oh yeah. And if you've got fifty dollars in disposable income these days, why are you why are you spending it on carnival food <laughs> and alike? Because this is what we and do. I, and I do. You you do have to entertain the kids. You do have to do something different besides sitting around and just you know and, and enjoying whatever it is you're doing at home normally, but. It's impulse. I mean, let's 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 look at when I was growing up. We called it the Zoom. It was you know mom's blender. We called it the Zoom. Yeah. And that's what you had if you wanted to make you know uh, crepe batter. It went in the Zoom. Sure. If you want to make fruit juice, it went in the Zoom, and and everything went in the Zoom. Now you have you have the blender for one thing. Then you have the the smoothie maker for another, the and then you have you have the bullet for for, yeah. for grinding this. Yeah. And they all do. The same thing. It's the same job. It's in a different package and in a different I, vessel. Yeah, I have Whatever. a I have a Zoom. It's my coffee grinder. It's yeah. my smoothie maker. Um, 
for for the occasional summer uh, group gathering. It is the margarita maker. Absolutely, yeah. um, multifunction. You know, it, it it helps me when I'm making my uh, homemade tomato sauce to, to to can up. So I mean, I've got a thing yeah. that does that. Yeah, but I I, I really believe in, in my heart that. Next year, when Canal Fest Corporation comes up and they want to go, you know, to City Tonawanda and North Tonawanda, I believe that it's it's going to it's going to look differently as far as maybe the length goes or the location goes. Um, it's certainly a massive undertaking. It takes a lot that of work. Huge Those work. folks, hours and hours and hours, and of course they came back after a two-year off or layoff or shutdown. We'll call it hiatus. They had a the COVID hiatus. They had a two-year hiatus, and I believe it hurt them to the fact that nobody really planned for it. And when they went out and they were seeking sponsorship and they were seeking who was going to come, who was not, and trying to line up everybody, um, it it just didn't go yeah. very well. It's it canceled the parade, and of course the parade. Um, Draws people near and far. Huge parade day. You always had to have extra people there because it yep. was cramped. But, you know, for those folks that put this together, really, it is a race uphill to get this done. Pushing a square boulder. Yeah, and it's it's got to be exhausting. But, you know, it's it's, it's times have changed, and, and they're adapting with yeah. it. My understanding is there's a lot of folks, newer folks that are on the board, and they're, they're finding their way. But I think they did a terrific job. But it's 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 the uh, it's the event itself yeah. that the face needs to change because it's it's gotten okay. tired and that's okay you know you know it's it's been you know the same let's just put it that way it's been the same and the same just does not draw the attention anymore and especially if you don't have the money to pay for the entertainment to draw the folks in to spend their money at the various booths and. Uh, you know, invest their time and money in doing things. It, it's tough. And the volunteer organizations for the nonprofits, they see a, over the last two years, they saw a rapid decline in their membership and the people willing to spend eight days, you know, in a booth selling something, whatever it might be. Oh, been there, done that. And it's it's extremely hard to get those uh, those volunteers and those folks to yeah. work. Um you know, they had, I, I, I was reading online. There was a lot. There was a, a, a small percentage, but there was there was enough of them there to, to be <laughs> prevalent. They were complaining about, oh, you know, they, they canceled the fireworks so that you know the city could keep the money, and they don't understand that. First off, it was it was called because of rain. That the fork they have to make the call by noon. No, and 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 it's, and, it's, it's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, and, and at noon, the for, all the forecasts say there was going to be downpours yeah. at that point in time. But the money isn't the city. What what it is is that it's in the canal uh, committee coffers yeah. for future events. It's so it's not like it disappeared anymore. Yeah. It's a completely separate organization yeah. from the city of Tonawanda and the city of North Tonawanda. We have nothing to do with the firework funding. Right. Nothing. And, and there were a lot of people who were like, well, you know, it didn't rain. They, they could have brought it back. No, you got to make that call at once noon. That, yeah. and that's they, they went on the best information yeah. they had. And once that driver leaves Rochester with that truck full of, you know, fireworks and all their equipment and gear, he gets paid. Yeah. There's there's no calling him back and saying, well, you know, why don't you try and set up and maybe it won't rain and maybe it's not because 
you don't want lightning in the area when you're dealing oh, with heavens, no. major no, explosives. No, no, no. no. And if, of course, in the area that they're at, we have all those new shelters which contain <clears throat> metal, and we have metal bridges, and you know, just it just uh, public safety had to come first. Yeah, and, and and you know, if if I had a grayed out canal fest this year, as far as my, you know, two or three times, three times that I had gone up there, got something to eat, visited, walked around. I would absolutely give them a, a B for effort. Um, we did not go on Saturday or Sunday for the craft show. But from the feedback that I got from a lot of people was that there was very few bigger vendors, let's say. Yeah. And they were spread out further from each other than it had been in years past. Um, and weather, I tried to, The weather was terrific for it, though. Yeah, it was for hot. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually hot and steamy. And yeah. The, the, the motorcycle event, I, I know I've visited that every year that it's been there. I think this was the largest turnout of bikes that I've ever personally seen. Um, I mean, two streets, <laughs> you know, and, and extensive blocks. Yeah. It was well, that's great. It was incredible. That's great. And the music was wonderful. The entertainment they had on that side. They had a wonderful singer there, yeah. and, and groups that were there. And everybody was very mellow, very well behaved, and uh, it was it was nice as to usual. see. As, yeah. as, as usual, yeah, and, the was, car, and the car show uh, was excellent again. Uh, just the the great know different you know shows that that i've been to uh, our small little canal fest car show really is, is something else my my 73 vw bus was not ready oh. the, talk about supply chain issues the the vintage paint for the 1973 volkswagen has been on back order for 19 months oh well, they're, they're produced by the petroleum companies, and the petroleum companies are producing the current model car colors of, yeah. for for collision and, right. and and manufacturers and so on. So to make the to make the dialots, the they're just not making the dialots. Uh, two stage, whatever that is. Okay. You know, I know what two stage means. There's the color, and then there's clear on top, and whatever. But yeah. it's that the, the the dye that they put to the paint base is right. not being produced, produced all the time. So. Supposedly, it's coming in the next few weeks. So when it when you the just bus turns fifty, you just can't get a shop. couple uh, rattle cans and oh, have no. at it. No, no, that's that's the condition that I purchased it in a couple <laughs> of years ago. And truth be told, it's actually my son's Volkswagen. It's not it's not quite done yet. It was his graduation present, and uh, we're working on that. Listen, you know what? We, we want to talk about the national days, and we talk about the library. There's your hint. What national day do you think that this might be? Read a book day. Close. Close? Wait a minute. Give me another one. Why do you always cut me off at, at Keep one Keep going. Guess? Keep going. Can I have... Okay, a hint. Uh, give me another hint. Go they're, ahead. they're in the library. They're in the library. Books. Yes. Keep going. Children's books. No. Nonfiction books. No. Uh, okay, I guess. Well, well, they're all included in, but there's a general... It's not the books themselves. It's the folks that... Oh, it's National Librarian no, Day? No, no. They're the ones to take care of the books. It's National Book Lover's Day. Book Lover's Day. Yes. And who doesn't love a good book? I I, I do some reading now and then. Yeah. I've, been, I've been known to, you know, peruse a good book. That's yeah, my favorite joke. What, what's a book? Well, it's kind of like the internet made out of trees. So. I, am, I am rereading uh, The Hunt for Red October. That 
that is an extraordinary book. There's there, there's a still a lot of good publications that come yeah. out. And, you know, Barnes & Noble, it stands as a testament that people are still buying books. You ever go to the front section and they have, like, the car collector's book? Yes. The, the ship fanatics book and all these wonderful picture books. It's just picture books. Those are the coffee table books. You put those out in your waiting room and you hope that that'll keep them busy for a while and forget, you know, that they're waiting 45 minutes past their appointment time. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer came out with a coffee table book and it literally had legs that folded out into a little coffee yes. table? Yes. Yeah, genius. I mean. <laughs> that's, that's genius. Larry it's, David did a great job with that. It's, it's a show yeah. about nothing. Now, uh, we have we have a food national day. And this one, I, there's no way of giving a hint. Why? But it's, it's, it's a type of food you either love, love it, it or you can't stand it. And it's made with rice. Liver and onions. Rice with liver and onions? No, uh, it's uh, Rice Pudding Day. It is. It rice is Pudding National Day. National Rice Pudding Day. No way. Come on. You know, it's because people do different things to it. There's rice pudding and then there's rice pudding with strange things in it. Yeah. You know. Right? Don't put almonds in mine. Yeah. yeah you know, Almond just... slices. I, I thought it was something wrong with it. What about if they were toasted almond slices? Same thing. Don't put anything in there. Folks, remember Carl's number that he gave out and do, do send him... Good rice pudding recipes. Oh, please. 716-812-3730. Okay, and that's and that's just that's just a thing. It's it's like ambrosia. That it's or either apple, really good or really bad. That one is Apple Crisp Day. Nat- I will I will have to research that. National Apple Crisp Day. It's gotta be autumnal. I have two Macintosh trees in the front of the house. Yeah. The squirrels have been just picking the tree clean and dropping the apples. And uh, <laughs> for the deer that wander around. Well, yeah, well, I, I pick up the scatterings every day and I, I take them to the uh, to the wooded areas on the, the fringes and I deposit them for the deer. Thank you. So instead of, instead of just throwing them out, we have one more national day. And this one's kind of interesting. Now, it's National Veep Day. Veep. Veep, but it stands for vice president. And everybody thinks it's, well, then that would be Kamala and everybody else. And it's not. It's actually specifically for one Veep. Richard Nixon. No. 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 If this vice president and president was never elected, but he served in the office as vice president and president, but never by election. Wow. That's trivia. That's deep trivia. That is deep trivia. You have to know your American history. Wow. Come on. Think about it. I'm trying. Um, He was uh, emulated in an episode of Family Guy as a neighbor. Lyndon Johnson. Uh, no. No. Uh, no, that would be Gerald Ford. Jerry Ford. Yes, never elected. He was appointed to never the elected. position of vice president. And at the resignation of the president above him, he took office. So he served in both offices, was never elected. And never that took is, a golf lesson. Oh, definitely not. Uh, National Veep Day. Uh, so, so that's that's for for Gerald Ford. Is you it know, because it's his birthday or some? T- how do you get a National Veep Day for Gerald Ford? I think this without- may have been when I think this was probably one of his movement into office days. Okay, uh, it's probably the date that he was moved up into uh, office, and they don't talk about the resignation. Is the book there. still out on uh, Jerry Ford and his presidency? Um, you know, the Gerald Ford Library, I think they reversed the signs. It's, you, you're pushing a guy on the indoor, and he actually got a pole, oh. and, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of confusing. Is, they eliminated stairs entirely. That, uh, that was a great I, idea. I'm, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. I, I, I really am. Listen, we have a 
business that's coming open in the Webster Street District. There was a vacancy up there, and yes. we are going to be welcoming another business. And the uh, purveyors of that fine place are going to uh, be available for us for a podcast. Um, that, that is the former coffee shop location at 54 Webster. Okay. Uh, incoming is uh, Coffee and Stone, and they're going to be doing all the, the coffees and pizzas and paninis and uh, roll-ups and, and homemade pastries and bake, just all sorts of stuff. Please tell me we're taking the show on the road for this one. We we may be, in fact, taking this on, on, on the road for the show, and uh, they uh, will keep you apprised, but there is going to be a soft opening coming up in the beginning of September. Okay. And I've, I've been in there, I've spoke with the, uh, the purveyors, and they are... Their concept on this is, is Look just at you wonderful. crossing the bridge up into yeah. uh, North Tonawanda. Well, I've got my little electric buggy, you know, okay. you know City Tonawanda, North Tonawanda. I love our Main Street, Weber's, Webster Street connection. We are, yeah. I mean, I could walk it, but, you know, what fun would that be when you have a little electric buggy to ride around on? Yes. That's mine, true. Mine seats four. It's, four. Not the, it's not the single person one. It seats four. Four. And, no, uh, and stay off of the bike path. Yes. Yes, folks. There's That, that has been oh the problem. Tell us about some of the problems that have been going on with that. Okay, so everybody should know what an e-bike is. And if you're not familiar with an e-bike, they are a two-wheeled bicycle with a energy assist, let's call it. It has a little motor and battery, and they're rechargeable, and you could really go fast. I mean, faster than what you should be going onto a little, you know, six foot wide bike path through Nywanda Park in yeah, the city of Tonawanda or even Isleview Park in the town of Tonawanda. Or or through through the trails. It's the, just, the Ralph Wilson trails. Yeah. And it's not just the e-bikes either. I heard that it was also the electric scooters. Let's let's put the blame where it is and not on the bicycle, you know, because a lot of people want to blame the object yeah. and not the operator. Yeah. This is and that this this goes for many different things, you know. Like if the cake is burned, don't blame the oven, blame <laughs> the baker, etc. You, you, I'll get my hint for that. But yeah, the the e bike is not the problem; it's the operator yeah. of it, and they are very quick and quiet. So if you are Mister and Missus McGillicuddy, and you're taking your little pre uh, sunset stroll up on, you know the Isleview or Nywanda Park. With your Pekingese on the 12-foot leash. Absolutely. And uh, little Buffy there gets a, a little <laughs> hint of something else that they want to chase. And they stretch your arm out. And here comes an e-bike up from behind you. You're not going to hear it and you're not going to see it because you're going to be going butt over tea kettle. It's, it's The regulation is straightforward, folks. It is... Not for any motorized vehicle. And it's posted as such. Yep. And it is a violation. And you can get ticketed and possibly have your motorized vehicle confiscated. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, We're trying to do an education uh, for that and just educating, you know, the public. And, you know, it's, if seeing somebody, you know, the officers who, who have that areas of patrol they're, they're going to be like reminding the folks yeah slow down stay in the lane and just be wary of that 
there's a lot of people who love and enjoy our parks and they want to see, you know, everybody remain safe. But an e-bike, they're so quiet and fast that it could just take one small little move or, you know, like a kid, you know, breaking away from mom or dad's hand for a second and that e-bike hitting them. And we've got a very, very serious situation yeah. that, that may happen. So, And sometimes stopping is not easy because we have those large <clears throat> feathered creatures that leave their droppings everywhere. Yeah. And that is very slick stuff. Yeah. And I want to, I want to just want to say that I myself have tried an e-bike out and I would love to get one when the price point gets down to <laughs> my, gets down to my price point, which is about 150 bucks or so. But uh, yeah, I could see the, the need for them. They're very popular. And uh, with everybody getting out again, you know, after a two-year hiatus or whatever, uh, it's nice to see a lot of people out outdoors enjoying themselves and seeing the sights and such. But we have to share that that roadway, that little walkway uh, with everybody. Yeah. So slow down. Be aware of your surroundings, folks. If you're a pedestrian or with the kiddos, um, just remember uh, that you know there's other things happening around you. Yeah, and put a put a put a bell on your handlebars for goodness sakes. Just a little ding ding, because yep. seniors can't move very fast, and it's, shaking your fist at them is right. is not the right way. They paid have, for that. As I've proven many times, <laughs> I don't move very fast, but I can move. You know, clear now, warning. Who is who is responsible for that huge group of bicycles that goes through the city once a week? They went by the by the house on uh, Broad the other day, yeah. and it was twice the size that it was a couple weeks before. It's fantastic. Yeah, they and they're wearing vests and they have you know blinky lights and they're calling out whole bump, whole bump, and you, so that everybody's it's it's incredible. Who is that? It's a, it's a local bicycle group. It's Bicycle Club, Buffalo Bicycle Club. Really? Yeah, and they also invite other bicycle clubs from the area to join in with them. They'll uh, post up where they're going to be going. You know way ahead of time and they'll meet at a certain location and they'll do like a like a 10 mile loop or so it's fantastic because you know as they're going up the street i mean there's there's a lot so i mean they spread out when the room's there uh but it's like watching uh you know cod uh, the, the car is coming and all of a sudden the whole group merges into this fine line very yeah. seamlessly and then spreads back out and I haven't heard anybody complain about any problems, and it looks, they're all smiling, they're laughing. They're a great time. Some people are wearing, you know, goofy hats and things. Yep. It's, it's and really I saw, cool. In, and I saw Anita West uh, from 97 Rock. Yes. As part of that whole grouping. I think it was her birthday, uh, her birthday ride or something like that. But she's a rider. Uh, she goes out and she t goes with all of these bicycle clubs and, you know, Buffalo Monday she, she was down here at uh, uh, Old Man Rivers Old Man River. about, about a week ago, right. and the band was going on. And people don't realize she's she's really quite active in in our community here. She gets around yeah. a lot, but she's uh, she's been she's been spotted yeah. in the city burg well, it's, uh, it's, several times. And, and she does publicize where she's going to be and going just because she is a a notable you know celebrity of such. Yeah. And she is in person. As amicable and friendly as she is in her on-air personality, yeah. it's, it's really you know just a yeah. genuine. There are times, she's a gem. Yeah, there are times when her political views and my political views are one eighty from each other. <laughs> Say it isn't so. No, it's so. But her music selection that she chooses on her little shift on ninety-seven rock, well, that's the time you could really like turn the volume up to eight, not ten. 
eight possibly and get some work done around the house and I have a great time. Do you think that's what they're listening to when they're on their motorized vehicles no. on the bike path? I would hope not. I would hope that they're trying to Because there's some driving music that she plays. There's some real yeah. oomph to it. You want to go cruising. Yeah. She's probably got a great sound list, a great, you know, music list that she goes to. Yeah. I just enjoy I enjoy her because she is she is such a such a wonderful person. And we have many people like that 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 uh, experience our community. Well, we have to get to some the bulletins. So let's, uh, get let's, some, let's get some plugs. Let's in get some, some plugs in. Some great not plug. your plugs. We want you to continue to listen, but we need some plugs. So of course we've got the City of Tonawanda Historic Home Walk. You familiar with that? I am historic homes. Okay, that's going to be happening on August twentieth, from noon to four, and you're going to want to get your tickets either online or from uh, Samantha Moscato at 61 Main Street in the city of Tonawanda. Just stop in, uh, drop off 20 bucks, and get your ticket for the home tour. And I believe they've got 20 houses, 15, 20 houses. Yeah. Samantha was in with us for a podcast. She yes. is one of our local uh, predominant uh, realtors. Yes. And her, her knowledge of city Tonawanda, North Tonawanda, especially uh, the, the particular homes, She's been in countless of them. She's she's really quite a brilliant. Is resource. her home one of the historic homes, possibly in Elmwood Park? I can neither confirm nor deny. I've never asked. There are there are a few in Elmwood Park that are just just gorgeous older homes in the city of Tonawanda, and they were built back when they were building some beautiful homes with great woodwork and interiors and design, and to this day, a lot of them remain untouched. Clinton and and Broad Street. Broad used to be called Broadway, Broadway. and they changed it. Uh, but it was actually the street only the paved street only went up to where the bend is at what they call the Broad Morgan Park. After that, it was the trail to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. Anyways, um, so prior to that, there's a lot of why lumber. do I let you do that? I don't know. There's many. I uh, promise I won't let them do that you, again. You have no control. Uh, there, there's so many beautiful homes that are there. And there's actually, uh, being, being in the business that I'm in, I've been in countless homes here in the city of Tonawana as well. And North Tonawana, we have what are called uh, canal homes. And that was back in uh, the 1880s when they were filling in the ditch between the mainland and Goose Island and getting rid of Goose Island. They had hundreds of these little homes. And they moved them up and into the area because they were very sturdy. So we have couple hundred of them here in the city of Tonawana spread around that you probably didn't know were built, stick-built on little tiny uh, insignificant foundations along the canal during its uh, during its heyday. Clinton's Ditch. Clinton's Ditch. Do you know why it was called Clinton's Ditch? The governor of New York at the time was Clinton, DeWitt Clinton. DeWitt Clinton, you are correct. And he, he proposed this as a inner interior waterway mm -hmm. and they had to uh, dig most of it or at least some of it by hand and the old steam shovel yeah so just yeah, pictures thousands and thousands of men with pickaxes and shovels and yeah. it opened up in the early 1820s but by the 1850s the railroad was complete it really only had 25 years of regular use and after that it kind of fell into disrepair because the railroads picked it up it's uh, you have more plug Tell us more. What do we have going on? So August 10th, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, August tomorrow. 10th, 
uh, Gateway uh, Headliners hit the stage, and it's going to be 6 p.m., Hot Daddy Rocks, starts on it off with Classic Rock, and then Grand Illusion. So, Frank, it's my turn to give you hints. Okay. Grand Illusion. What sort of a band cover music do you think you're going to hear from Grand Illusion? Uh, that would be cover music from the band that sang the song Grand Illusion. Yes. Exactly correct. Sticks. <laughs> well, you know, sticks. Sticks. You know, what would it be? They, they never did this. They could have had sticks and brought in the Rolling Stones. It could have been sticks and stones, you know, and... It, you know, think of the promotional abilities of that. You know, everybody's groaning again because I let you get away with yeah, one sticks again. Sticks and stones. I like it. I like it. it sticks and stones. I uh, just want uh, one more thing. Uh, the Senior Center yesterday uh, got their new air conditioning unit placed up on the roof. Oh, So goodness. probably by, won't really be needed maybe this By way. the time the snow flies, yes. you should be able to chill that place. The air con- it'll, it'll be so <laughs> cold you can hang meat inside there. <laughs> Uh, But, yeah, the Senior Center here on Main Street is getting a new air conditioning unit hooked up. It's already upstairs on the roof, but now uh, they're going to be connecting all the buttons and dials and, you know, ropes. and Wonderful. So that'll be working. Now, Food Truck Thursdays has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes, and as another thing, uh, you have to remember how Food Truck Thursday, Frank's a participant now. It's true. It's true. I have shown up. He's shown up. I'm still waiting for breakfast to come back. Yes. Those yep. haven't come back yet. I imagine that's an autumnal thing when they it return. It starts first, uh, third, third, third Saturday from the uh, VFW post. Yep. Of what month? September. September. Got third, another month. Third Saturday of September. We'll start pushing it now. Let's see if we can you know, get them to go through all the eggs, all the bacon, all the sausage, all the hash browns, whatever else is there. For eight um, yeah, I mean, when you look at the figure eight dollars now for a full breakfast full and breakfast. coffee, bring the kids, yeah. bring the neighbors, right? Bring your friends, bring your neighbors' bring your, friends, yeah. uh, you know, whoever. Bring anybody that might, you know, you owe them a favor or a meal, and bring them over there and feed them on the cheap with some delicious, cheap, but not cheap food. No, the, the delicious, delicious eats. food. You know, um, and it's 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 fundraising. It's another one of these nonprofits that has found another way to both provide something that the public loves right. and be able to raise much needed funds so they can uh, continue to support. Another thing that's much needed is what what what's the season this time of year, Frank? Um, I I what's happening? A lot of families right now are starting to think about it. What's going on? Back to school. Back to school. One, you know. Back to school. So of course we're going to help out. Um, with a back-to-school supply drive Thursday, August 18th. That's next next Thursday from 5 to 7. If you can, please drop off some school supplies in the Tonawanda High School parking lot. And it's sponsored by Jenna Cook, uh, the Common Council, uh, Town of Tonawanda, City of Tonawanda School uh, Board and the Tonawanda Education System yeah. is this, Association, is this TEA. New, new supplies, or can there be gently used and like new backpacks? I think they're. I think they're. I think they're looking for new, or possibly some gently uh, used, if that's if that's possible, or if that's what you have. And my daughter had to upgrade her backpack every year, and they were brand new when she was done with them. 
Yeah, last year, last year I brought some uh, some notebooks, some paper, some pencils. Uh, some of the uh, younger kids use crayons. You know those little eight pack crayons. I, I use crayons. Yeah. I well, your your, your artwork for Oktoberfest does not look like you use crayons. It looks very professional. Well, that, and that, that we're going to get to pretty soon. Yeah. So it's if, if we're we're going to talk about Oktoberfest, that's just a tease, folks. But. We've got a huge event coming up in the city of Tonawanda in a couple of months, and I'm going to let Frank uh, tell everybody about that. We also have a, a day of play that's coming up, uh, 917, and we'll probably get to that a little bit more with the uh, city of Tonawanda Neighbors United, and we're going to tell you how to get involved with that. But I want to give Frank a few moments uh, before we're, we we have to you know shut off the microphones here. Yeah. We we have talked about this before, but yeah. it's it's just been uh, growing and becoming a, an amazing uh, future event, and it's planned for annually, and it's called the Canal City Oktoberfest because it's not it's in the city of Tonawanda, but it's not just the city of Tonawanda, folks. It's uh, folks that are are members of you know, the uh, Chamber of Commerce of the Tonawandas and some, some local businesses and nonprofits. But Saturday, October 15th, mark your calendar because uh, it's going to start off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon down at 1 Main Street here in the city of Tonawanda, which is the main entrance to uh, Canal Street. And using the pavilion and other resources, the two premier German bands in the entire region are both coming. Uh, to kick off our first annual. Not then, one, but two. But two, yeah. It's going to be the, the Auslanders and the Frankfurters. And uh, the Frankfurters themselves have actually played in Munich at Oktoberfest. They were invited over before, and that's that's the caliber of these folks. And the Auslanders just, I mean, you, you, you think you're in Bavaria, but there's going to be the authentic food. Uh, we have uh, Prosper Brewing in North Tonawanda is making a special Canal City Oktoberfest beer. That's going to be there as well as uh, other things. Um, the city of Tonawanda combined volunteer fire departments, uh, companies in, in the department are going to be doing the uh, uh, the schnitzels and and the, the worst and uh, the best of the worst and the food. And there's a wine garden and uh, there is the uh, kettle corn. There's just, there's so much going on, but it's a family friendly event. Start off at 1 p.m. and go all the way to 8 p.m. on Saturday, October 15th. Uh, it's been picked up for promotions by the German-American folks here in western New York that do the newspapers and the uh, these catalogs and so forth. But it's it's going to be a wonderful, family-friendly event. We're really looking who are, who are some to. of the sponsors of this great event? What, who, you know, who's we, on board? Well, you know what? Kemmerer Mercy Hospital is there. Right. Uh, you know, we have uh, the, the Outback Kettle Corn guy. Of course, the Chamber of, of Commerce. And uh, we have Karamichi's uh, bringing desserts. Nice. Uh, I, I met the uh, the woman in charge of that yesterday, and she is oh, all sorts of rum balls and, and, and chocolate desserts and uh, cooking, cooking something, is something other. Is this just other. one day? Just one day. One day. What are the hours? From 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. So if you work second shift, you want to get off and take take yourself up, up to uh, Canal Street. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really, really, really nice. Now this uh, this day of play, what is it about? Day of play. Well, they're gonna be doing like a pop up playground. Mm -hmm. uh, they're gonna have some games for the kids and some materials for them to build things with. Uh, just gonna have 
games, and just have the kids just get out, get a little exercise, some fresh air, play with some kids that, you know, their own age groups, and, and just have some fun. Uh, they're going to have some readings. They're going to have some crafts that, you know, kids will be able to make, take home. Uh, it, it just, the event is just going to be very, very kid-oriented. Not much for the adults, but the kids will have a great time. Will there be exotic animals like llamas and camels and kangaroos? I don't know. What about a wallaby? Sure. That would be nice. We no, no, there's no animals in this. But it's it's a lot of, it's interactive. It's teaching kids how to play again. Yeah. Get the heck away from the video game and the, and, and the controller and get outside, get some air, meet kids your own age and yeah. parents, uh, of course, and, and interact and, and, you know, come back into society. Welcome to the world again, uh, the non-virtual world, the non-face place world and... <laughs> You know, I, I would like to see this be possibly monthly, at least in at least in the fair weather months. That'd be awesome. You know, just to have this at different locations throughout the city, Kohler Pool, you know, Park, Vets Park, and of course, Niwanda Park. The group that's putting it together, we've heard of before. City of Tonawanda, uh Neighbors United. Yeah. Great group of, again, volunteers again. Volunteers again. They don't take a paycheck. They don't do anything. You know, but, you know, if, if you do see them out and they're organizing, you see them working very hard, please take a few seconds and just thank them. Even if your children or grandchildren are not involved in one of their activities that they're doing, thank them anyway. Uh, I know a lot of people don't do volunteer work uh, for notoriety or to get recognized, but it's always nice to have someone just say, you know, hey, thanks for doing, thanks for doing it. You know, you know, and as as we're we're in summer months now, and we are getting closer and closer to the heating season, uh, don't forget that there is a a group around us locally that that takes care of a couple of mini pantries yes. that we see posted. And Carl, tell us a little bit more about those those folks. So, if you're familiar with the pantries that Big Mike's uh, Roosevelt uh, is the name they go by, pantry, they have a uh, smaller one that's in front of a. The fire department, fire headquarters on William Street. And then their larger one that really seems to be getting the most use uh, donating in and out is on uh, Roosevelt and Grove. So if you see those and you happen to, you know, have the ability to buy a couple extra boxes of cereal or a jar of peanut butter or a couple cans of soup, uh, those two locations can really use the donations. Um, I know that they're being used, and they're being used by folks right here in our community that really can use the extra help. And if you can't, you know, at least, you know, make a donation in, in a, a food item or what have you, non-perishable, uh, and you do have like a bag of cans and bottles that you need to take back to the store, they will gladly pick those up. So if you contact them, uh, you can get a hold of them. They have a Facebook page, Big Mike's Roosevelt Little Pantry. Uh, if you get a hold of those folks uh, and tell them that you have a bag of cans or bottles, you know, like near the front steps or on the front steps or side porch or something, they'll be glad to stop by and pick those up and return those. And then they use that money to supplement what is being donated uh, from the folks in the area. 
Um, they don't. As the season goes on, of course, as it gets yeah. colder, they have to change out what they can carry in those. Uh, same way they have to be careful what they carry in the summer months as well. So, you yeah. know, the, the, the dry goods, uh, the, non, the non-freezing, the non non-perishable things as we get closer to winter. They have such a need for the items that a lot of people, a lot of us take for granted every day. Toothpaste, you know, deodorant, uh, personal care objects, diapers, those type of things that really are appreciated and needed uh, right here in our community. You go to the you go to these grocery the grocery stores and oftentimes they have uh, canned goods you know two for eighty eight cents and if you could do eighty eight cents once a week the statistics are this the average individual um, in, in within the last eighteen months the increase in expenses is five hundred and twenty dollars per person per month now imagine being on a fixed income some of you don't have to imagine no. but being on a fixed income and having to decide between eating. And medication and, you know, hygiene and, and, and care. I, I, I can't drive that point home enough. And, and these folks at Big Mike's are doing this purely out of the kindness of their heart, right. using their own time and, and, in many cases, their own money their to own do money. this. Their own money, yeah, because it, it, takes, it takes the time, it takes the gas to drive around and pick up the cans and the bottles that people are donating or picking up a donation that somebody might have gone shopping for and they have it at their house and, you know, stop by, pick up a box. I've got some boxes of cereal. I've got, you know, a box of uh, pancake mix, what have you. Uh, these are all items that get used and very, very appreciated. So if you have something, if you're cleaning up, you know, a corner of your cupboard and the items are non-perishable and they're still not expired and you want to make a donation, well, there's two places right there where you can make your, uh, your drop-off there, right in front of, City of Tonawanda Fire Headquarters on William Street and at the little pantry uh, little box that is on Roosevelt at the corner of Grove. Now, one last thing uh, where we're letting this episode be a little bit longer since it is 21 and we're adults so we can stay up later. We can now. stay up later. Um, the 25th episode, we're putting together ideas and it may in fact be a live broadcast somewhere and it may in fact also entail a fundraiser. Uh, where you could stop by and maybe do some donations from our local communities. We'll give you more information on that as it develops. Uh, but uh, we're just a few episodes away from the big two five, and, and we're going to do something. You're going to have to deal with not just our radio voices, but, but our radio faces as well. They're going to look at us. They they are. Hopefully they are. I mean, we well, might we might be in a desert. We'll be broadcasting live, and a tumbleweed goes by. Maybe a lizard from Geico or something. My goodness. Well. We have to prepare them for that then. There is no way of preparing I, for us in person. There just isn't. You it's know. a shame, but it's it's true. <laughs> the guests we have on, they, they, they uh, shower us with compliments. They like us. As, as they go running out the door and, you know. <laughs> Some of them run so fast, they leave their shoes. Yes. We'll find a, we'll find a stray shoe out in the hallway and say, no, whose is this? Yes, and then we'll put it on Facebook Marketplace and sell it for a profit. Uh, with fake signatures on the bottom from like, you know, Edie Gourmet or something. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Carl, uh, th- th- this is episode 21. 21. And, and, and how do we put a bow on this one? Let's just remind everybody as we're going into uh, back to school shopping and back to school, uh, that mentality and set, that there still is time for the kids to enjoy the summer and have fun and enjoy this time of their youth 
and growing up and making memories and, you know, all the stuff that goes along with you. It should be a time of non-stress for the kiddos. So maybe do a good turn, a good deed for the kids uh, this week and next week and, uh, and help them make a memory. You know, maybe have a little campfire, make some popcorn, some s'mores, do an outdoor movie night, uh, do some book reading, do a scary story, you know, on the front porch or whatever. Unplug that video game, yeah. hide hide that thing, you know, behind the attack alligator and the attic the closet somewhere. Yeah, pull the Wi-Fi plug, yeah. folks, and, and just say, tonight it's family night and we're going to make, you know, something. Because Frank and Carl said it's a good idea. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and once again, our email address is the top of Tonawanda at gmail.com. And I'll take all your suggestions, comments, questions, concerns, and complaints, even a few nasty remarks. But I don't suspect I'll get any nasty remarks, but if I do, I'll share them with Frank immediately. No weird pictures. No. He, he breaks into a cold sweat walking by Victoria's Secret in the mall, so please, please no odd pictures. No. 716-812-3730. And I'll just end it by saying thank you very much for listening to, uh, to us for the past 21 episodes. And uh, we're, we've got some surprises coming up somehow. They're, they're surprises to us still, but they'll be sure to you know, be a surprise <laughs> to you as well. So... Have a, have a good day, a good evening, a good week, and take care and take care of somebody that might need some help out there. And as always, if you fill your heart with love, there's no room for hate. Carl, always a pleasure. Take See you care. next time. Take care.